Welcome to the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. Cup of Joe Wrestling Show? With Joey Harris. A podcast for the wrestling fan on the go. So take your favorite beverage of choice and join Joey as he takes a look at some of the biggest shows on the WWE Network. From makeshift studios deep in the heart of stately Maine Manor, this is the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. I'm your host, Joey Harris. You can follow the show's Twitter at Cup of Joe Pod. You can email the show at Cup of Joe Wrestling Show at gmail.com. Folks, back at it once again. And my wife has been pestering me for years to go to the dentist. There's no good reason why I kept putting it off, but I kept putting it off, even though I had dental insurance. So finally, I said, okay. So I got the number of her place called, and they were booked out solid for several months. So I asked if they could put me on their cancellation list. And so my wife had a appointment for a cleaning week before last, and she mentioned it to her dental hygienist. Look, he lives close by his job. He can be here within a short amount of time. So last week they called me. 8.50. I was about to get into the shower. Hey, we had a 9 o'clock cancellation. Can you get here? I said, yes, but it won't be at 9. They said, we'll put you down for 9.10. So I rushed through the shower, brush my teeth, get in there and get dressed and I'm running behind and I of course you catch every red light when that's happening right and so that's what happened to me and then I get there and so I walk to the front of the place and I look and I go in an entrance and there are two other entrances there and one says staff entrance so I walk into the other door and it's like an unfinished nail salon so I'm like oh this is not right so I walk around the side and there's another entrance that says staff entrance. And that's it. So I keep walking around. I walk to the back and that's where the proper entrance is. And so I'm walking in. I'm like, uh, Joseph Harris, I was called for uh, cancellation for standby. They said, oh, yes, she's waiting for you. She'll come and get you right now here. Take this paperwork and you can fill it out probably after she finishes with you. Well, they had sent me all this paperwork already, and I had already filled it out. It was really weird. So I go back in there, and she's taking x-rays, and she's looking at my teeth. And she's like, you have a couple of places that I'm a little worried about. But overall, your mouth is not nearly as bad as your wife made it out to be. And I'm like, I know. She's like that sometimes. Again, she doesn't listen to this show. And... So it's good. And so they set me up for my next couple of appointments, one of which is later on this week as you're hearing this. And so I go back and get back to work and I'm doing some office work and I'm getting up every hour to get my steps in because I have a Fitbit. And I say, you know what? I'm wearing a new T-shirt my wife had got me. It looks really good, but it, it just didn't feel right. I noticed it when I was walking around and so I go back and another hour passes by and if you don't get 
at least 250 steps in an hour, your Fitbit buzzes. My Fitbit buzzes. And so next hour I'm going in it. Yeah, this shirt doesn't feel right. In fact, it feels like it does when you put a shirt on backwards and then it hit me. And sure enough, I had put the shirt on backwards. I had gone to the dentist with my shirt on backwards. Welcome to my life. Today, we look at Clash of the Champions 13 from WCW. Clash of the Champions 13, Thanksgiving Thunder, took place on November the 20th, 1990, from the Jacksonville Memorial Coliseum in Jacksonville, Florida. There were 5,000 people in attendance, and the show did a 4.2 rating on TBS. This clash set up Starcade 90 Collision Course. We go to our clash intro. Jim Ross and Paulie dangerously run down the card and push the hotline. The fabulous Freebirds, Jimmy Garvin and Michael Hayes with Bobby Eaton and Little Richard Marley versus the Southern Boys, Scott Armstrong and Tracy Smothers. This is supposed to be a six-man tag. Eligante was not there, so the Freebirds say they beat him up at the airport. The referee then makes it a straight tag match, so he sends Eaton to the back. Stan Lane and Jim Cornette had left WCW a couple of days after Halloween Havoc, and this was giving Eaton something to do. Armstrong hits a high cross body on the Freebirds to a big pop. A Freebird suck chant goes out. JR works in Smothers' college football career, so all is right in the world and you can take a shot. The Freebirds keep it interesting. Armstrong hits a double clothesline on the birds. Hayes DDT smothers after little Richard Marley trips him while Armstrong and Garvin are brawling on the walkway. Tony Giovanni talks to Sting. He says he's ready for the Black Scorpion face-to-face on the Danger Zone. They are about to go to a commercial when the Black Scorpion's voice comes over the PA to taunt Sting. Buddy Landell versus Brian Pillman. The crowd is solidly behind Pillman. Pillman trying for some quick pins. Landell keeps kicking out. Pillman hits a flying clothesline to Landell on the outside. They battle on the outside as Pillman opens up his own chop house. Back in, they trade blows, but Landell has the advantage. Pillman pushes Landell off as he tries for a superplex, then hits a high cross body to pin Landell. We get a Starcade 90 promo. Big Cat versus Brad Armstrong. This is WCW's first look at Curtis Hughes. This is during Armstrong's time as the Candyman. Slow start, but Big Cat is dominating. He gets Armstrong up in the torture rack to taunt Lex Luger. The referee stops the match. Paul Lee and Jim Ross argue over whether Armstrong gave up. Dick the Bruiser says he's the toughest man and the toughest referee, and there will be a winner at Starcade. I'm assuming he means the main event, but you wouldn't know it by this promo. Brian Lee versus Tom Zink. The girls love the Z-Man. Lee is making his debut here, and it isn't going to go well. Z-Man goes for a high crossbody, and Lee isn't there, 
as he had gone towards the wrong corner. It's a famous gift. And I'm sure there's times in our lives when we have gone to the wrong corner, but it was not being shown on TBS at the time. The ring is strangely wired for sound. You can hear the ropes rattle when someone hits them. This is a clunky match. Z-Man gets the win after a top rope drop kick. Tony Schiavone interviews Michael Wall Street and Alexandra York. Wall Street corrects Tony after Tony refers to him as Mike Rotunda. Tony begs off. Alexandra York says she has the info on Star Blazer and Wall Street will be victorious. The Star Blazer versus Michael Wall Street with Alexandra York. York is looking very good here. JR is obliged to bring up Wall Street's athletic background, so if you're drinking in home, again, take another shot. Star Blazer is Tim Horner. He gets some offense in. Wall Street comes back. He gets an abdominal stretch. Star Blazer gets a cradle for a two count after the stretch. It's broken. Back and forth. JR keeps saying rotunda, and after being corrected, he says fraudulent slip instead of Freudian slip. Wall Street gets the pin after the stock market crash. We then have Gordon Soley brings us the top 10 rankings. I like this from WCW. It made them stand out in a different way from the WWF at the time. Our top 10 tag teams are number 10, Norman and the Juicer. Number 9, Big Cat and the Motor City Madman. Number 8, Tim Horner and the Candyman. Number 7, The Master Blasters. Number 6, The Southern Boys. Number 5, Ricky Morton and Tommy Rich. Number 4, The Fabulous Freebirds. Number 3, The Nasty Boys. Number 2, Ric Flair and Arn Anderson. Number 1, The Steiner Brothers. And your World Tag Team Champions are Doom. In singles competition, number 10, Bobby Eaton. Number 9, The Z-Man. Number 8, Michael Wall Street. Number 7, Brian Pillman. Number 6, Terry Taylor. Number 5, Arn Anderson. Number 4, Ric Flair. Number 3, Lex Luger. Number 2, Sid Vicious. Number 1, the U.S. champion Stan Hansen and your world heavyweight champion is Sting. JR and Paul Lee talk about the tag team tournament coming up at Starcade. They do a feature on the tournament. They then show the trophy in the arena. African qualifying match, Sergeant Kruger and Colonel DeClerc versus Kalau and the Botswana Beast. Paul Lee complains about WCW flying these guys in, but not picking him up. It's funny if you know Paul's history. Slow paced match. The match has no chemistry. The crowd is not really into it. Future Rocco Rock gets tossed around by the Beast. Beast catches him in a big power slam. Double teaming by Kruger and DeClerc allows them to get the pin. Sam Mushnick asks fans to meet him in St. Louis for the tag team tournament. Tony Schiavone introduces a video package of the Lex Luger-Stan Hansen rivalry. Tony then interviews Luger. Luger talks about Stan Hansen and the Motor City Madman when the big cat interrupts him and tells him to worry about him. 
Luger attacks him and the big cat says Luger just made a big mistake. The Motor City Madman versus Lex Luger. Luger extremely over with the fans. Big Cat comes out behind Luger and they start to go at it until they are pulled apart. The Madman attacks Luger. The crowd cheers every Luger move. Luger deadweight suplexes Madman inside and the crowd loves it. Luger hits a clothesline and pins Madman. Another Starcade ad. Tony Schiavone talks to Nick Patrick about the heat between the Nasty Boys and the Steiner Brothers. The Renegade Warriors versus the Nasty Boys. Nasty Boys have apparently given their notice at this point, so they are subtly being buried by JR on commentary. He says he'll quit announcing if they beat the Steiners, and they are scared to face the Steiners. The Steiners come in and start brawling, and the Nasty Boys bail. A video showing Big Van Vader is on his way back to WCW. Sid Vicious versus the Night Stalker. Sid is in a red singlet for this match. Vicious says he won't sting again because he rules the world. Tests of strength. Power moves. Night Stalker going after Vicious's ribs for that punctured lung. The big cat comes down and Vicious nails him. This is not a good night for Curtis Hughes. Night Stalker goes to hit Vicious with his battle axe, but Vicious gets it and hits Night Stalker with it and pins him. Very clunky match throughout. Night Stalker and Big Cat double team Vicious. He powers out and gets a chair. Tony Giovanni interviews the Freebirds. They crow about getting rid of Eligante. The Southern Boys come out and the Freebirds goof on them until Eligante comes out and the Freebirds scram. Missy Hyatt tells us to watch the main event on Sundays. They replayed the Nasty Boys Steiner Brothers confrontation. Magnum Force versus the Steiner Brothers. A total squash. Scott wins after a Frankensteiner. The Nasty Boys attack after the match. The Steiners make them retreat. Tony interviews Ric Flair and Arn Anderson about the match coming up and all of the stipulations. If the Horsemen win, Flair and Anderson earn a title rematch against Doom at Starcade, and Teddy Long has to be Flair's chauffeur for a day. If Doom wins, Teddy Long gets Flair's yacht and limousine, and there would be no rematch at Starcade. A typical Horseman interview. Flair and Anderson are so good here. JR shows a video package recapping the Sting Black Scorpion drama. The Danger Zone with Paul E. Dangerously. Sting is the guest. There's a huge ovation for Sting as Paul E. brings him out. Sting wants the Black Scorpion to come out and he appears and does more magic tricks in another part of the arena. He rotates the guy's head around, then throws the guy in a cage, covers the cage, and then a leopard appears in the cage. Sting comes over, but the Black Scorpion comes in to a curtain-off platform and disappears. Tony Giovanni shows a recap video of the Horseman Doom feud. Ric Flair versus Butch Reed. Flair's yacht and limo versus Teddy Long as chauffeur and a rematch at Starcade. They do a coin toss to determine the participants and it's Flair and Reed. Reed with the early advantage. 
JR works in athletic backgrounds so you can drink safely. They go in and out of the ring and do some mat wrestling. Flair comes back with some hard chops. Simmons comes up to argue a call allowing Flair to dump Reed over the top rope where Anderson attacks him. The horsemen are playing dirty and the fans love it. Reed comes back and Flair begs off. Flair falls outside where Simmons attacks him. Back in, Flair takes back over. Reed gets the figure four on Flair and the crowd loses it. Flair is fighting it though. He gets to the ropes and Nick Patrick has to pull Reed off to break the hold. Reed with the advantage, but can't get the pin. Long puts Reed's foot on the rope to save him from a Flair pin. Reed goes up top and hits the shoulder block. Patrick is distracted by Long. Reed charges Flair, who dumps him on Patrick and Long. Simmons comes in and nails Flair for Reed, but Anderson also comes in with a chair and hits Reed. Flair rolls over and pins Reed. The crowd loves it. They push Starcade once more as the credits roll. You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at TheJoeyHarris. If you like the show, please leave a review in iTunes or Apple Podcasts. It helps people to find the show. I would really appreciate it. Thank you for joining me this week. This is Joey saying so long from Stately Maine Manor. The Cup of Joe Wrestling Show is a production of Baby Kangaroo Media.